0: You're listening to Oh Hey Heather. Tell me a story. Real stories, real experiences by real people. I hope you enjoy. Hello. I uh, have been gone for a little while and I had the worst cold I think I've probably had in years. Because I can't even remember the last time. I was thinking maybe when I got the the flu with our family. We had a stomach virus go around probably 15 years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago this Christmas. Because we all got it at Christmas time. Cheers. And we had the little babies and they were puking on each other. And it was gross. But I wasn't puking. But I straight up had laryngitis for three days. And then it probably took a week to just have my voice back and even now it's still like a little kind of roughy you know smokers cough kind of sounding but who night and day and uh congestion nausea look, diarrhea it's just disgusting for 12 days it's 12 days and i'm still kind of like oh man <laughs> the thing is, is it's going around. This is what's bizarre is everybody's talking about it because it's like the cold of 2021. It's not COVID. It's not strep. You talk to more and more people who like get on the other side of it and tell you their story. And it's just bizarre. And uh, again, I don't know. There's lots of um, hypothesis out there. If that's a thing, hypothesize, I don't know. But obviously our immune systems are waned so that's the first key if anything just boost your immunity because this is legit a crappy cold and uh it's gone through my house and even my daughter's house which is 600 miles away and several coworkers and several other people in the community and i just think it's crazy to do the laryngitis cuz like the first evening, it was funny because you know how like when you suck on helium and you're like, ha! and then like by the third time, you're like, yeah, I don't really know what else to say with my voice this way. I just, by the next day, I'm like, oh, I just want a voice. I just want to be able to talk. At first, I thought maybe it was a punishment from God for like running my mouth too much. Maybe he's telling me to shut up and listen for a while. That's what I was like saying. Oh, it's a message. But then I was like, yeah, everybody's got it. It's just weird. But it was bizarre for that long to not have any sound and the thing that was the most frustrating was <laughs> how you don't realize how much you talk to people in your home while not making eye contact or looking at them i can only imagine people that are permanently living that way somehow you one you you can't respond so you have to look at them and then you have to try to mouth the words right and it's just oh it was so frustrating I was like quit asking me questions when I'm not looking at you but yet I couldn't say it It it's funny yelling with no sound anyway I'm back sort of sorry I'm sipping on a mimosa I wasn't gonna but you know what it's been a morning (laughs) and it was such a good morning to start with it's so Ironic. Um, I did have a valuable lesson today that I wanted to share with my audience, and that is that you do not use Clorox bleach tabs in toilet tanks to clean them. I hadn't heard of such a theory, but it does now obviously make some sort of sense. Although, anyway, well, okay, how do I do it in a very nice way? Let's see. One, the toilet tank in our son's restroom which he does not use but I clean it is uh been leaking just a little bit you know just just a little bit so you know he checks on it for me and looks at it tightens it down thinks maybe it's the bolts or something like that and then yesterday I'm like you know I'm in there and I'm thinking it's it's leaking like I don't think this is just some condensation now but it's just enough to you know cause me to wonder like you know, water on the floor. You don't want that. It turns out the inside bolts of the tank that attach the tank to the stool piece became so destroyed and rotten that there, were no, there was no tops on them. However, they were corrodedly lodged in place and you can also imagine that because that's where the tank meets the back of the stool and it's a teenager's bathroom just how much fun and sticky was there when you had to lift that tank from where urine could easily fall behind it if you're not aiming appropriately which i'm sure they don't do that I'm sure i mean i have to spray it down with bleach and try to wipe a cloth in that little crack in there and get it cleaned every you know time i clean it cuz you know i'm the freaking toilet cleaner of all three stools Blessed be us that have three of them. I can't imagine one. And I used to be raised in a bathroom, one bathroom house. That's kind of what the common thing was. But now we seem to have three that I get to clean myself. And because the tops of the bolts were rusted, it became a very um, strength, needing four hands support with him. Because while he was pushing a screwdriver to try and thread the top into having anything to grab onto the top of the bolt on the inside of the tank like with a screwdriver so that it wouldn't twist. I was then trying to get around him underneath in the back there to use his sockets to try and strip that bolt down and loosen the bolt in the washer so that we could then detach the tank from the stool and repair all of the pieces that have been worn away and and we're leaking, thanks to me using Clorox tabs, so as you can see, folks, it's my fault that um this toilet that we inherited when we bought the house ten years ago and uh, has been probably pissed on for a very long time and and let's not also take away the fact that. When I buy those nice big old Clorox economy toilet tab packets at Costco, he kind of helps me point them out when I'm looking for them because, you know, they don't always carry them. Like Costco tabs are, or Clorox tabs are those things that are intermittent. Like, you know, when you go to Costco, you can bet you're going to get yourself some of that nice, you know, dishwashing liquid for six ninety seven in the jug. But the Clorox tabs are hit and miss, you know, and that was way before this pandemic thing ever happened. This was like just a given. Like sometimes they have sometimes they don't. Sometimes you get Febreze, sometimes you get Glade, whatevs. But alas, there have been more times than probably I can count that I recall at least, let's say at least six, maybe six, yeah. 10 packs, that's 60 tabs, a couple years time. I mean, because I don't, I don't, I mean, I probably switch them out two or three times a year. Like, it's not like, oh, gotta switch my tab, or, you know, my little clock dinged in 30 days, pop, no. It's like, you know, I'd probably haven't put tabs in those things for a real long time. And sure as shit, when I lift the back tab off, you can't even see that there was one there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you should probably throw one in. And don't forget the times where you might not even be able to get them. And I'm not paying full price for them. Even at Walmart, those two packs are way expensive when you can get the economy pack for that kind of price. So let's just say he's probably put one in the cart, maybe even paid for him. I don't remember the warning, but perhaps it was just an unearthing Discovery that he himself made today to try and determine what the hell would rust those tabs or those bolts. Which is why I'm not arguing that that could possibly, possibly be the fact. Which is why I'm warning all of you now that you might not want to use them. I'm I'm probably done using them. I'm guessing I won't get any support throwing them in the cart no more. But to say it's like my fault that this sucks ass and that it's dirty... And that we have to clean and that I'm running around like a crazy person grabbing wipes and bleach and socket wrenches and WD-40s and grabbing towels and running back and forth. And I mean, it sucks. But, you know, could I possibly say that perhaps having a housekeeper caring for those toilets so well for so long... Perhaps I saved you five years of the inevitable. Perhaps I prevented the catastrophe from being any worse than it could have been many, many moons ago. Who's to say, really? I mean, that's just up for debate. But as I conceitedly laughed at the theory that this is indeed my problem that I created for him to have to fix because, you know, then that, that would be intent, which I'm like, dude, the last thing I intended today was for you to have to do all this crap, let alone me, covering in brown goopy stuff and black sludge and the. while I'm hunkered down up underneath the toilet with a socket wrench, telling them that it's not working. Anyway, my next thought is the dryer. Because, you know, that dryer is another thing that only I use. And I've kind of been a little nervous and mentioned it a few times that I feel it's inefficient. Like it's like it just doesn't dry the blankets like it used to. And being an LG one that we had to get because it was the only one we could get, not that an LG is bad, but I wanted to have an actual set that matched. But remember a year ago, you just took what you could get and you waited weeks for it. The, the link catcher thing is a conundrum because it's just I don't think it's just as good as the old kind they're the ones I'm used to it's got this weird little plastic thing on it and it always unlatches and it's like weird I don't know I'm guessing that LG is what made in Korea maybe they just don't wear as thick of clothes with all the lint that we get but we have to have our plush towels damn it just kidding Americans aren't like that but anyway I was nervous that perhaps maybe we're getting a larger amount of lint catching up through the the tube because, you know, it's got to go, it's in the basement, so it has to go up the wall and then out through the thing. And I always watch that thing because I always clean that out because it's got a lint catcher outside the house. So I know when it's getting a little too full, I might need to um, look again. And I even have one of those things I shove down in there to try and, like, yank all of it out. It looks like a big old, like, metal... I don't know, like those things you use in your teeth, you know, to pick them, like those toothpick things, it's like that before your dryer. you got to go shove it down in there. So I've been warning that, you know, is there perhaps a problem and is there something that, you know, would I burn it up or am I going to cause a fire, is there bad things? Like, what's wrong with this dryer? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. So I'm just waiting for that shoe to drop or foot to fall or whatever you say. So I just figure, fine, I'll just keep using it. Who am I to point out a problem? Anyway, he's out shooting guns with his friends. It'll be fine. So I'm having a mimosa. And I think I might go. I've been painting a lot. It's weird. I used to paint when I was younger. Like I almost feel like I've returned to a lot of the things I was doing in the 90s. Like I'm wearing my free Tibet shirt. I'm painting acrylic paintings that I think are funny. Like right now I'm just doing classic art that I twist on my own spin with and then add a, a Sasquatch in it just for shits and giggles. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't even mention it, but the fact that my family supports me and loves it and now my kids are asking me what I'm going to paint next, I'm like, this is kind of cool. Who knew? Who knew? I had some type of skill to give beyond cleaning toilets. <laughs> I might go do that. Or I could, you know, actually try to kick up my business and add all the merchandise ideas I have and things we want to do with our my people that live up about 20 minutes up the road in a great nice cool barn that can print anything I need and get it done for me. So I want to step that up cuz I have some ideas for some funny shirts and I thought maybe it'd be cool like if I took my Sasquatch paintings and turned them into like coaster sets or something. I don't know. I know it sounds silly but They make great gifts. What can I say? I don't know. Christmas is upon us. I've been pushing back, and I feel like a lot of people are finally receptive to this thought of, let's not go big or go home at Christmas, guys. Let's modestly do nice things for one another that we would want to do, like give them something I'm proud to give them or, you know, something that they really wanted and weren't able to provide for themselves. But to buy gifts just to buy gifts, like, I don't want to do that no more. So instead, we're planning trips. So I'll probably end up spending more money in the long run, but isn't that what it's all about, experiences and memories and life? So, yeah, I'll spend money on that, frick yeah, all day. So we're going with uh, friends to Mexico in February, if we're still allowed to go to Mexico, we'll see. I'm If, if you have to show a card or do some weird mandate shit, probably won't do it. Or if the tourist places start getting shot up by the cartels, then you know Mexico has tipped. Because they've always said when tourism out-earns drugs, you'll have safe tourism. When the other topples, you will not. So let's hope everybody stays safe. And we can keep tourism because it's beautiful and I love the people and I love the, the beaches. And I would take Mexico over anything else. It's right here and why not help our neighbors? I love being community. So we're going to try and do that for February. Their son's turning 21, so we're taking the families. Uh, in April, I'm going to Nashville to see my brother and my meet my mother halfway because she's going to be in uh, camping in Florida and coming up through. So that'll be a blast. Got a little B&B there. It's cute, I think. And then we're going to head out to Gatlinburg the end of May to celebrate our our son's graduation and he's taking a bunch of friends and they're going to be in the media area of the cabin up on my favorite hilltop that is so beautiful and gorgeous and the pool is up there and you can sit in this pool and just you're at the top of a mountain and you can see all the mountains and it's just one of my favorite places and you can sit on the front porch and see all the smoke beneath you and you can drink your coffee Mm -mm -mm. so look at that you need things to look forward to that's my motto I just wish all of our family were closer together, so we could all be together all the time. I miss my daughter so much, and those kids, and seeing p- parents just the way as you want to, or your grandparents, or your cousins. I haven't seen cousins in forever, and I miss all of them so much. It's nuts how we all just got kind of distracted and detached, you know. So anyway, I hope you have a lot to look forward to. I hope Christmas is cool. Hope there's no drama. I'm really proud. I have a friend that sits um in an area of influence when it comes to um county and state decisions, and one of the announcements came out that was, uh, you know, everybody's handing out free te- tests so that you can test yourself before you go around your family. You know, just to so be sure, and God bless her. She said, just to be sure. Should we be doing this also before like the big football game or the championship game or the concert or no? Okay. Just, just when you're going to go home and be with family. Okay. I get you. Let's be responsible. Proud of you. I'm really proud and excited of a lot of things that are coming out these days. I feel like a lot of the truth starting to seep through and I know Joe Rogan's a big part of that, which I think is amazingly awesome. It's like he and Spotify struck up a deal, and they're not going to shut him down, and he's going to have a voice, and now globally people are listening because he's putting out truth, facts and truth. Nothing else, nothing but facts and truth, and for you to make your own decisions, and this is game changer. I mean, when you listen to Peter McCullough, it makes me feel so secure and proud. I've sent it to everybody I love and care about. I just want them to listen. Everybody can argue what they think the greatest threat to America is right now. And there's a lot of threats right now. There's a lot of them. But I think the biggest threat, and it's so cute and nice that people call it misinformation. It's not that. It's lies. Lying to the public in mass quantities and censoring and sequestering other people who are looking for facts and truth to help us, not hurt us, is undeniable and as long as that trust at that level is gone and what's worse is there's still a nice group of people I'm going to assume 10 to 20 percent of us that believe it and still eat it like it's being spoon-fed to them is the greatest threat we have we have to come together there's 330 million of us legally right now there's probably 5 million terrorists in here for all we know they just spread them all out like cockroaches until they show up in our streets and they show up in our neighborhoods and they show up and hurt American people. All American people need to come together. And we need to quit worrying about what skin suits we're in and what the skin suits look like. I don't care what they look like. Work, help, support. Be good. Follow the Ten Commandments. That's all you got to do. No harm to self, no harm to people, no harm to property. We can just follow those things. Be American. and We all want to win. We all want to pick a fence. We all want love. We all want whatever. I don't care if it's family or who, what. Everybody wants to be better than they were. Everybody wants to evolve and get better. No one wants to stay the same. You're told all the time, a rolling stone gathers no moss. But now they're telling us, no, lock down, shut up, and be quiet. And just go back to your daily routine and like it. No, that's not how it works. So let's all show up, be aware, and realize that lies are among us everywhere, and we have to break through them, and we have to figure it out. And for every person that knows how to get out of an escape room, for every person that knows how to figure out a video game, to every person that can read a story and foreshadow what the endings will be, please use those intelligent ways to find solutions to help everyone else realize the truth. And the truth is, we have a dangerous 1% of the world who want to take us all over and see us as inhumane or beneath them and not as valued. They think that their soul is more valuable than ours. And we all know that that's not true. And we know that every single person, which their soul and their heart, which is within the skin suit that they had no idea and how to choose, is what it is. And every single one of them has a purpose that is just as valued by God as anyone else. So no, there is no difference. Human is human. People are people. And if we can get Sarah McLaughlin to help save dogs with no eyes, for goodness sakes, can't we help each other see one another? Please? Is there some song that she can sing that can like make us want to you know give $20 and get a blanket and do a 5K for? Let's do it. We're worth it. Come on, guys. Anyway, that's all I got today, but I'm back. Bye. And there you have it another episode of oh hey heather i hope it has made you think of a story of your own or how you could relate to this one or if anything just something you could enjoy thanks everyone and have a great one